You are now listening to the Charity Church Podcast. Well, hello and welcome to our new edition of the Charity Podcast. And uh, once again, we are in Tanzania, East Africa. And today I am blessed to have my friend. How many years now, Michael? Um, almost, I think is uh, nine years, nine years, something like nine that. Or 10 years. Yeah. That, uh, I first met Michael down in South Africa at a J life summit and we were looking for a partnership with one of the countries here in Africa. Yeah. And, uh, almost immediately Michael and I really just hit it off. Yeah. And you remember that? I remember very well. Yeah. Very well. You begged me to be your friend. <laughs> uh, through prayers. <laughs> through prayers, yeah. Through many prayers. And, uh, yeah. But yeah, it was a, it was, there was an instant connection there. And I think it was the very next year uh, that we brought a team yeah. over. Yeah. And uh, that first year, we were right here in Landizi. Yeah. And uh, did a outdoor crusade. Yeah. Brought a small team, I think maybe eight or nine people. I remember that, yes. Was it? Yeah. And, uh, but that year there was some groundwork being laid. Yeah. I remember when, when, um, we, 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 we were just going to the small land there, uh, out completely after we did all ministries here and we see the great impact for just for the first time, we said, okay, let us see what God has for us in yeah. the future. So we took our vehicle and we went there. And we passed through that. Oh, you remember the uh, the Muslim community? Oh, I do. I remember going through that Muslim community. Yeah. And just to kind of give those of you listening a visual, so Mlandizi is a town of what was to be the population here? Um, it's uh, about to one hundred thousand. About a hundred thousand people yes. in Mlandizi. Yeah. And then if you drive fifteen minutes over some very rough terrain. Uh, you get to this small village. What's the name of the village? That is Mihande village. Mihande. Yes. Mihande village. Yeah, yes. And uh, at that time, you told me there was, what, a thousand people in it? Yeah, maybe? about a thousand and five hundred people. About fifteen hundred people. Yes. And so, uh, yeah, we start driving through this village, and Michael was telling me about the, the great need there and mm-hmm. and how that among those fifteen hundred or so people, over ninety nine percent, yeah, were Muslims. Muslims, yes, yeah. And I think you you saw when the children, there's no school, yeah. there is no anything. They were just uh, coming together just to learn Quran together, yeah, and uh, spend time just learning Quran without um, going to school because there was no school that area. Right. Yeah. And we specifically, as we were driving back to this piece of property that that Michael um, had purchased. We went to buy this one house and we stopped the car yeah. and got out. Yes, because and there was no road. There was to no go road to the there, place. Yeah. And we, uh, well, there was no road getting up to that house either, but you made one. Yes. Yeah, we did. <laughs> just, I, I uh, just drove through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as we got out, um, there was a grandmother sitting on the ground yeah. with her little, I don't know, grandkid. Maybe a year old yeah. grandkid. Yes. Faki, Faki, yeah, is his name. Yeah, and um, they had the Quran out, mm-hmm. and she was instructing him, even at that age, reading the Quran. Yeah, and uh, and so it was kind of in that in that moment through that conversation that we felt like uh, starting a preschool yeah. was the way to go. Yeah, yeah, I remember that, uh, and we started just to talk about that, and 
it grabs our hearts and yeah. uh, we felt like this is the right idea the right time god wants us to go for it and with j life the philosophy is always disciple making yeah. and oftentimes when someone is older and they're kind of engulfed in their religion their religious practices whether it be muslim um, or any other for that matter uh, it's often hard to to reach them mm. however children uh, are like little sponges yes and even jesus says that we must come to him with the faith as a child yeah and so starting a preschool seemed to be the way to reach a community yeah i mean I, I, actually we, we we i remember when we started with 30 as we said yeah um, 30 kids in the preschool yeah, the first year and that muslim community was very strong in very strong faith it was not um easy to penetrate the gospel in that right. area and uh, there was no church in that area mm-hmm. as we say um the, these little kids they were like little lights yeah when we started to disciple them to become a little lights to their houses yeah homes so right. that was a great way of penetrating the light of jesus to their homes and what i remember in that first year so the first year we identified the land we walked through the land yeah. prayed over the land yes. the property The next year we came back yeah and construction was underway yeah and and I remember um just you talking about how those children as they were in the preschool uh-huh. I mean the parents sending them they knew there was going to be some Christian influence yes and some Christian teaching and training yeah but these children were come and they were dressed in their Muslim attire yeah they had yeah. their head wrap yes and um, but yet they would go home yeah and what would they tell their parents yeah Um actually you remember that time was Ramadan Ramadan, Ramadan time. that's yes, right yeah <laughs> we were <laughs> Ramadan time yeah, so, we were limited on what we could do yeah limit, yeah ministry wise <laughs> yes. yeah so they when they go home and uh, they uh, they see their parents uh, praying in to Allah and Muhammad and they say daddy uh, mom this is not the right way to pray um <laughs> I, w- I want to teach you how to pray correctly and God can answer say what do how do you pray say we pray in jesus name mm. say oh who is teaching you say no this is the right way to pray <laughs> <laughs> that's not the right way to wow. pray and then sometime when the parents are very sick um they say oh before you go to a hospital can we pray for you dad or oh, mom you know and that's the way they were doing you know and even the time of um eating food mm-hmm. they were saying um bismillah and they said no that's not a good way to pray for the food let me pray for the food wow. then they pray in jesus name wow so that's the way i mean it was really a very powerful way of uh, penetrating uh, jesus and faith in their and so i'm sure that even those parents in those early days were reluctant um because i mean this was you know something that they were they grew up as parents yeah. yes exactly Islam. exactly but yet now the kids are wanting to pray in Jesus name and so i'm sure there was a there was a conflict in the hearts of these parents do yeah. do we want to continue to send our children to Or this not. school yeah where they're learning to pray in Jesus name but yet they're getting a good education yeah. we had some great teachers even yes. in those early days yes yes and they're getting good meals yes and they're getting stronger yeah mentally and physically physically exactly and so that's I, I'm sure there's a battle there. There's one story about that. Um one parent decided just to take his kids away because of um uh, the uh, Christian influence. Mm-hmm. And those kids they started to cry. 
they cried and tell um, the, the, their um, dad and mom that uh, we are not ready to go to any school. Um, we'll stay at home if you are not allowing us to go and experience love. That's a big thing which I noticed that. Hmm. These kids, they missed love. And there at school, we have discipled uh, these uh, teachers to show love of yeah. God to these kids. Yeah. So they said, we, want, we don't want to I mean, um, um, miss that love. Right. You see? And uh, um, that love was demonstrated by, by um, giving them uh, good food, but uh, giving them, um, just taking care of them because sometimes we sit together and just ask questions. How are you doing? How are you doing at home? What are you going through? And things like that. So they cried, cried, cried. They were not even able to be taken to any school mm. until then they came back, parents, and say, hey, guys, our kids, they refuse to go to another school. <laughs> so please allow us to bring back our, t our wow. kids. That's number one. But number two, this is what happened. Um, um, the guy, uh, the one guy, we were in the meeting, and the one guy said, ah, um, please, we're just meeting of parents. I said, please, uh, wh why are you teaching Christianity, uh, our, our school, I mean, our kids? And uh, that was very difficult question mm -hmm. for me because there were about 100 parents. He was just talking mm. very, very, uh, with very angry. Yeah, uh, why? a lot of emotion. You are supposed to teach them uh, both uh, Christianity, but also uh, Islam. Islam. But now you are teaching one. And then I was just praying, praying, praying for the wisdom. Somebody stood up. We, we, I was a lady. Stood mm -hmm. up and say, don't disturb our director. <laughs> director is doing very well. And me too. My son is a Muslim here. This is what I'm doing because I love the school. The way they are taking care and teaching our kids, we have decided to bring our kids here. So now what I'm doing is every evening when my son is coming back home, home I'm trying to uproot Uproot. Yeah. yeah. Everything they have invested here. the yeah. Christian influence <laughs> yes. for the day. That's what I'm doing. I have time to teach Islam. Yeah. Without knowing that you cannot uproot the word right. of God. Right. Once the word of God gets in there, yes. it will not return yes. void. And, yeah. But that was ending of um, the end of the conversation. <laughs> so do the same. Yeah. When they teach them here. When they come back, uproot it, plant yours. Mm. That's what you can do. But it was ineffective. <laughs> yeah. Because what we know now is all these years later yeah. that the school is thriving. Yes, true. I mean, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. when we pulled up, and uh, it's been three years since we've been here. So yes. when we came, yeah. um, there's just even so much more now. Uh, more buildings. Yeah. Uh, there's there's multiple classrooms. Exactly. There. Uh the school now goes not just a preschool. Yeah. Every year they would come back and they would go, Pastor, how are you going to teach our kids <laughs> yeah. in the preschool yeah. and then send them back into the public school? Public school. And the education they would is, go very low. Yeah. They goes down. So the quality was just yeah. so much but better. This also now we have up to grade six. All the way to grade six. Yeah. Because they keep saying we gotta Please. add more. Yeah. We gotta add more. Exactly. We can't send these kids that yeah. are learning back into the public school system. But this is for us also yeah. is a great opportunity to instill the Jesus DNA effectively. Yeah. 
because we are spending much time with these kids, not right. just putting education, but uh, the kingdom of God's uh, principles uh, just to instill to these kids. So, so this is, it has been a great opportunity because now they love it and uh, the kids, they are completely transformed mm -hmm. and uh, the community becomes more transformed through these kids. Yeah. Yeah. So now uh, there's multiple buildings there. Uh, it is a full-blown uh, school if you pulled up on the property now. Yeah. And people are starting to move into the area because yes. the school yeah. is doing so well. Very their kids good. are coming. They're Actually, some of them are, are sending their kids from Lindsay from Landisi over yeah, there because yes. it's the best school in the region. Yeah. Tell us about the the recent testing that took place and how the school fared with that. It's just yesterday, I mean, last year, we have got our uh, registration for the school. Mm -hmm. So we did the end of last year, we did our, our national um, exams um, of grade four. And this is, um, uh, in our area, we have uh, 26 schools. 26 schools and actually in a wonderful way god surprised us um for it was our first time but we had a very good um, um score uh, uh, score and we were number three of uh, out of number uh, I mean, 26 schools yeah we, we we had a number three rank number three and you said yeah that the the school that got number got Two. second place yes is because their class has more kids. Yeah, they had more but, people. But uh, we had a, a high, higher score than them. But because of that, they said we have to give them the, the this, second place. Uh, yeah, the second wow. place. Yeah. That's incredible. Wonderful. It's incredible. Yeah. And so now the uh, the biggest need for the school right now is there's a building that has been partially completed. Yeah. Um, there are walls there, part of the floor is there, and this building is going to be a kitchen dining, yeah. slash, slash dining room yeah plus a multi-purpose room so that if there's a community meeting uh as the as the school grows there's going to be more and the government kind of came to you and said this is what size this needs to be correct yes then they say this it has to be this size because your registration allow you to have up to 400, 400 so kids, you yeah. have to make sure you have this because um we they experienced a lot of problems to those people who started small mm -hmm. then immediately um, um the standard of the school goes um higher and uh, the, the i mean standard of the kids goes yeah. high and then uh, they start to break down and then things like that so in engineer they say that's not good for the kids because when you break it then you you increase it it becomes like not very strong yeah. for the for the safety of the kids so they say you must do this according the standard of the government so that's what we did yeah. um actually uh, for the moment kids they eat from to the to the sand to the mm -hmm. floor yeah um but also the the cooking they cook on an outdoor in, fire. Uh, yeah, not in health way yeah. uh, everything is 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 very very, very um, uh, dangerous for us. Actually, when the government comes, they speak to us very harshly because of the health of the kids. Um, yeah. yeah. So this building would be very helpful mm -hmm. when we finished it, and uh, this would be very useful for the in the advancement of the school, but also the kingdom of God yeah, in the so area. In order to finish that school, we're looking at about twenty thousand dollars. Yes. To, and it's a, it's a it's a large building. Yeah. Uh, it needs windows in it. Windows um, in the roof, uh, the roof, but the also floor, the floor and the kitchen equipment and uh, kitchen equipment and wiring. 
wiring and plumbing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. All of the yeah. essential yeah. wiring and all. Yes. And so uh, there's no electricity at the school right now other than just a small amount of solar power to run yeah. Um, yeah. some a, 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 a catch basin for some rainwater that rain you catch yes. in order to use exactly. for certain things. Yes. And so there's no electricity there. So the city of Mlandizi, um or I guess the, the community there community, yeah. will run power, but they're asking for money in order have to run to that power. So that's about twenty two hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, twenty two fifty. Yeah. So twenty thousand or twenty two thousand fifty dollars. Five five hundred. Twenty two thousand five hundred. Yeah. Twenty two thousand five hundred. Yeah. Would uh, be enough money to to complete that. To complete that. Yeah. yeah and so you have a building. Yeah. So, so we'll just pray that that God will provide provide that yeah. um, through through His people. Amen. Um, in just a few moments that we have left here, um, how do you believe, even from those early days, we've talked through that. Yes. Now there's a church, yes. a thriving church that we had a chance to to worship in Sunday morning. Yeah. I, I really got emotional oh, and wow. I, I don't get usually that emotional, but, yeah. but it got me just to think about what charity has done yeah. um, to help establish what's going on here. So yeah. just tell us a little bit about how charity uh, and our partnership has impacted the area. Uh, I have come to realize that uh, when God calls somebody, uh, then he's preparing some um, right people to come and partner so that uh, the purpose of God in the area can be accomplished. Mm -hmm. So for me, when uh, I see this, um, the way we met uh, with the charity and uh, the way now that I see the advance, advancement of the kingdom of God in the area, I know uh, this is a right uh, partnership um, we have because um, the place where we were when we met together, completely different where we are, we, we are today. Uh, the the, the um, the impact in the area, but also uh, in the country is huge. And uh, um, disciple making is uh, like becoming now a movement of disciple making, not just in the area because of just the school. Because the school, when we started together, then uh, we planted a church. But the church now is a role model for the whole movement yeah. in, the, in the country. So the charity has been really very, very uh, supportive in this work. There have been every month supporting this uh, ministry, but um, sending words of encouragement, uh, praying for the work here, and uh, I'm telling you, it has been very encouraging. We in Tanzania, we feel like we are not alone. We, ha we have uh, uh, brothers, we have friends, we have supporters, we have people who wants really to see the God's work goes on in powerful way in the country. Mm. So this is a great impact to have Charity Baptist Church uh, to be our partner to, uh, in the in this work in Tanzania. Yeah, and so Charity, we, we uh, through your faith promise giving, um, we are able to send, I think it's $1,200 a month yes, or yeah, so, yes. uh, just, just to help uh, for the school expenses, for the kids to be able to come there, yes. to pay teachers, to yeah. feed kids. Exactly. And by no means does that cover all the expenses of the school. Mm. So some of the kids have to pay. Yeah. That can full. afford it. Yeah. Uh, and some of the ones that can't afford it, uh, your giving um, has helped supplement very, that. Very much. And very make, much. makes and, a way. And actually in the wonderful way, those who are being supported by, by, the, by, by Charity Baptist Church, 
uh, now they are leading. I mean, actually, mm. they are doing better than those who are paying. Oh, really? <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. Like you know, Fatuma and yeah. always number one. You know, yeah. and those who started from very little. Yeah, yeah those are uh, Muslim. They were kick. They came from com- completely Muslim background. Yeah. So, but now they are doing wonderful at school. Yeah. So, I think God wants to show us that we are doing right thing to these kids. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I will tell you as we finish up that um, for us at charity, just sitting there Sunday morning. And ultimately, you know that my goal was to get a church established. Yes, I mean, yeah. I love the preschool, of and course, I think we've yeah. impacted the community that but way. But the ultimate goal. But I love yeah. the fact that we've got a group of people there, families, mm-hmm. worshiping together. Yeah. And Michael, just the expansion of that church and the number of people that were there Sunday morning. Yeah. Um, 150 people, maybe, yes. Uh, yes. Sunday morning, yeah. That I, that yeah. I estimated that were there. Yes. Um, I just got emotional. And, and, and for those of you listening from charity, I just want you to know that I felt like um, we as a church are parents that help to give birth yeah. to a thriving, healthy, healthy yes. church. In Tanzania. Yeah. Very. Because, Michael, the leadership you have there, not just you, but the team that you've gotten together. Yeah. Um, it is very, very obvious mm. that the Holy Spirit is at work. Yeah, I can see and, it. Uh, More than what we can do ourselves. Oh, it is. It, yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Amen. And, um, and so it, you just stay the course. We love you. Thank we you. We love what you're doing here. Thank you. And, um, and we can't wait to bring another team back next year, Lord willing. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what that looks like. Amen. And uh, we'll just keep plowing along together. So Amen. any final thoughts that you want to say before we close? Yeah. I mean, as you, uh, yesterday we baptized how many people? Oh. Almost 18 people. Yeah. I think it was 17 uh, or 18 people. Yeah. So, and uh, there is a lot of people now they're still coming. So, I mean, we need just prayers as we move on, um, just how to disciple these people yeah. because people they can come to Jesus but how we can mobilize disciple making continuously to become uh, more uh, so that we can have the healthy disciples yeah. so just pray for us for that but also wisdom on how we can lead his people all right you got it thank you well thank you for listening today and uh, we'll talk to you some more next week thank God you bless. love you bye bye yeah